and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Brace yourself for the ultimate holiday deal with Consumer Cellular. Snag an incredible 50% off the Iris Flip when you buy before December 17th, making it only $34.50. The Iris Flip is all the phone and camera you need with a user-friendly design, the perfect flip phone companion. Plus, you'll get nationwide coverage and always free activation. Score 50% off when you use promo code RADIO50. Head over to ConsumerCellular.com and use promo code RADIO50 during checkout to score this deal. That House vote on the defense bill Maybe the last one of the year. They adjourned for a holiday break, and two months after he was voted out as House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy walked out for good. Congressman Kevin McCarthy was joined by members of the California delegation, Republican allies, and some Democrats as he took to the House floor for likely the last time as a member of Congress. Do not be fearful if you believe your philosophy brings people more freedom. The 55th Speaker of the House spoke about his decision to pass a funding bill to avoid a government shutdown back in September, a move many believe contributed to McCarthy becoming the first Speaker to be removed by a motion to vacate. McCarthy telling members he would, quote, do it all again. His decision to retire at the end of the year shrinks an already slim majority for House Republicans, meaning it will be tough to pass any bills along party lines if any members break from the party. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks may rise yet again. The day after the Dow surged up to another record high, futures are up. On Thursday night football, a blowout. The Raiders scored the most points in a game in team history, beating the Los Angeles Chargers 63-21. Las Vegas jumped out to a 21-0 lead in the first quarter and never looked back. Good protection. Going for the end zone. Open, making the grab. Trey Tucker with a touchdown. That was the call on Amazon Prime Video, the offensive explosion. Even more impressive for Vegas, considering they were shut out in their last game against the Vikings just four days ago. Raiders rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell threw four touchdown passes in the game. With the win, the Raiders improved to 6-8 and eight on the season, while the Chargers dropped to 5-9. and nine. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. In baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers have acquired pitcher Tyler Glass now in a four-player deal with the Tampa Bay Rays days after the Dodgers signed Shohei Otani in that record $700 million contract. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Good morning. It is 6.05 at News Radio 92.350. One degrees, partly cloudy right now in Pensacola. Starting out, let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Well, not much going on out there this early in the morning. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is checking in clear. We've got I-10 and I-110 moving at posted speeds. Um, no slowdowns on Cervantes. Bayfront Parkway is checking in without delays. Also, um, looks like Lillian, Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. If you see anything out there this morning, let us know. Our traffic tip line is 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you very much, Jake. A Pensacola man will spend 30 years in prison for shooting two employees during an attempted robbery of a bar back in 2022. 35-year-old Quinton Pete was found guilty by a jury on Thursday. Prosecutors say Pete shot two employees while robbing Coyote's sports bar in March of last year. The vehicle used in that robbery was identified on surveillance video. It was then located in Texas. The next day, Pete was driving. He, he had been released from prison only seven months before that robbery. A Milton father pleading for change after his son's tragic death earlier this year. 
During yesterday morning's Santa Rosa County Commission meeting, Robert McKenney addressed the board, calling for safety measures at the intersection of Byram, Byram and Magnolia Streets. It was there in October. His 14-year-old son, Myson, was struck and later died. There's also a miniature Christmas tree that his 15-year-old brother put there so Myson would have his own Christmas tree. I believe had there been a four-way stop in place, Myson would be celebrating the holidays with us and not in a charm hanging around my neck. McKinney says with Milton High School, a community center, and bike and skate parks all nearby, there's always kids around the area. Santa Rosa County Commissioner Carrie Smith says they are currently looking for ways to improve safety at that intersection. Uh, the Senate approving back pay for senior military officers that had their promotions held up for months by uh, Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. The bill passed unanimously yesterday. It'll require House approval still. Tuberville held up promotions for 10 months in prost- protest of a Defense Department policy allowing service members travel reimbursement for abortion care. 607, let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather forecast. We are going to be seeing a nice and partly cloudy sky day today with temperatures warming up into the mid to upper 60s. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 54 degrees. As you go into Saturday, 70% chance of rain with a high near 61. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 54. Small chance of an afternoon shower on Sunday. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies, high near 62. And Sunday night, temperatures dropping near 46. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV Weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 51 in Pensacola, 53 in Gulf Breeze, and 50 in Milton. Our next news at 6.30. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. The Volkswagen Sign and Drive event wraps up the year at Pete Moore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 Volkswagen Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Pete Moore Imports today. It's never been easier to bring a shiny new Volkswagen home for the holidays. All you have to do is just sign your name. There's no down payment, no security deposit, nothing due at signing, and no first month payment. How much easier could it be? Just sign your name and you'll be driving a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos home today. And as the new year comes to close, Pete Moore Imports wishes everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. Pete Moore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Speedmore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, zero first month payment up to $900. Offer ends January 2nd, 2024. See dealer for details. This is Tom Bodette from Manger 6. We know you've been traveling a lot this holiday season and you've probably been told there's no room at the end. Well, that's just not the case here at Manger 6. This is Jeff Wayne, General Sales Manager, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a super Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Morgan, Promotion Assistant for Cat Country, wishing you a Happy Holidays and a Merry Christmas. This is Tom Bodette from Manger 6 reminding you there's always room at this end. We'll even leave a star out for you. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. You know what, Pop? What's that, son? Christmas just isn't going to be the theme this year. Well, why is that? Because Santa's got a brand new bag! Morning, everyone. 
We're here for public forum. Public forum is an opportunity for the public to get up and speak about anything they'd like to discuss. guys have been elected to represent us. However, if we are not granted the right of a redress of grievance, where are we at? Um, I, I think our founding fathers were very clear on this. Santa Rosa County has been a beacon for First Amendment. My entire time involved in county issues. We've been a beacon. I'm going to tell you, I don't care about what another county does. Every other county should do it like we're doing it, where we allow robust discussions. They should be like us. We shouldn't be like them. So this is Jerry Cooey, a very frequent commenter, uh, what uh, I think Romy White would call a, um, uh, oh, what was the, talkaholic. <laughs> That's right. That was the phrase that she used talking about the people who are complaining about this and are going to be limited by the changes in the public forum and public comment during the agenda items. Uh, it's actually on agenda items, not on public forum that the limitations are. So um, anyway, Jerry's a longtime contributor, was a friend. He's uh, running for the um, uh, District 3 office that James Calkins currently occupies against Rhett Rowell, who is also running for that. Also a friend. I mean, pretty much all friends and most of these guys. Anyway, um, I don't agree with Jerry an awful lot, but he's right on this. It, it, it really is kind of this simple. I genuinely agree that when you take agenda items – and you tell the public that you can't comment on those agenda items except at the very beginning in a bulk four-minute comment period where, you know, might be an hour or two before we get to the item that you're talking about and you're not able to sort of put all the stuff right together on the subject. It's a problem. Now, it's it's not a violation of the law. Certainly not. And certainly Sam Parker, the chairman, who's also a friend, um, has the right to do it. He has the authority as the chairman to do it. That's not the same as it being a good idea to do. And so I'm, you know... I, Look, Jerry's a member of the Pitchfork Posse. So is Sherry Chapman. Um, you know, and yet I think these folks are right. Now, granted, they're the ones most directly affected because they like to participate a lot. And a lot of times, you know, they say a lot and it can be irritating. But that's okay. You know, it's okay to, if people are passionate about government and they want to talk on subject about agenda items that they care about, let them talk. You know, it doesn't take, I, I mean, I sound like James Calkins, but he's right on this too. Even though he wasn't in the meeting yesterday, I, I didn't think he would miss the chance to uh, talk about how he was against the District 1 Medical Examiner's facility, but he did. He chose not to be there and did not vote, therefore, on that subject. Um, but, you know, I would agree with what I think he would say too here, which is, you know, as much public participation as we can get. And I wouldn't say as much. I would say, do it this way. Give him, you know, three minutes in the forum. And then on agenda items, give them as much time as the number of people signed up to speak permits. A minute or two apiece is typically plenty, but up to three if there aren't that many people. And that's how Escambia does it. In Escambia, you can't talk about agenda items in the forum. Like, you're prohibited from it. It's a weird rule, but it is the rule. And then you must wait until the actual item to make sure that all the stuff gets on the same subject in the same place. That makes sense. So when he asks the question... I want you to... I, I, I'm going to ask you. I want you. I want you to think about when all of you stood right there with your hand on the Bible, 
with your right hand raised, with a judge standing in front of you, when you said you would fight to protect and defend the Constitution. He's definitely a flair for the melodramatic, but he's right. I, I think he's right that protecting as much public input is really a First Amendment issue. Now, I know Sam has the view that this is how you create an orderly meeting. And also he has the view that, well, if you can't have this limitation, then we'll just leave, let people talk for however long, long they want to talk. No, I mean, there's a middle road. And the middle road is, again, give them public forum, say three minutes, and then give them agenda items, you know, two minutes, let's say. I mean, that's, that's a compromise that I think would satisfy everybody. It would satisfy me at least. And if it doesn't satisfy the pitchfork people, then that's fine. You know, they can, you know, yell and scream about it. But I think that would be a reasonable accommodation. The, um, so, you know, they didn't vote on this. They uh, tabled it for discussion in January. The question is going to be then what will the uh, other four commissioners have to say about it and what will Sam ultimately decide to do uh, since he is chairman. Um, but the rules have been in place for two days, and it's already caused at least one dust up on Monday. We'll kind of see how this goes. But, I, you know, I say let people talk during the – by the way, Milton, same thing. I'm not a fan of taking people out of the agenda subject, uh, but I, I understand that Sam, uh, that um, uh, uh, that uh, Manager Collins is not actually trying to do just that. That Scott is actually he's giving people agenda item conversation before the meeting in the hour before, so it's not quite the same as what's happening here, but it is sort of you know similar, and uh, I generally think that's not a great idea. 6.15 on News Radio 92.3. I mentioned domes. Uh, it took them 20 seconds yesterday to pass that 4-0 with, uh, again, James Calkins missing. And uh, so 19-0, the first time ever that a multi-county district uh, medical examiner's facility is going to be built in Florida. Uh, and that's great. Really, really good news. It, um, it was the biggest minor story yesterday that's been that's taken several years to get to this place. So kudos to um, uh, Dan Shebler, who's been working on this. Kudos to Robert Bender. Of course, kudos to uh, Deanna Oleski and all the folks who've been working on this uh, and across the board, Brad Baker and everybody. This is a big accomplishment yesterday. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, it's really quiet out there right now. Not much going on. No major accidents or slowdowns to report. I-10 east and westbound are clear. No issues with any of the off or on ramps. Uh, I-110 north and southbound is traveling at posted speeds. All exits uh, there as well uh, are good. Looks like Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdown on Cervantes. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you see anything out there this morning, let us know. 437-1620. Call or text our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Let's be honest. Nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. Beret has been there for my family, I feel like, through every milestone. And so when this stage of life started coming up, I just knew that Beret was the only option. I came in here nervous. I saw the ring and I was like, yep, I know that's it. That's the one for her. It's beautiful. It's just as special as she is. And it means a lot more than just will you marry me. It's just something that words can't describe. That was so cute. From all of us at Beret Jewelers. Happy holidays. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. From managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. 
With so much going on, you need Avalon. As an IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, remitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and their HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Gulf Coast businesses are estimated to lose over $100,000 to email scams. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. It's the season of giving, but criminals know you are more likely to click a malicious link if it looks like a good deal. Be wary of all marketing emails, and your bank account will thank you. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Google Data Revolution Pensacola for more information. Are you looking for your forever floors? We got them. Hi, we're Buck and Ashley Deese, the proud owners of Deese Elite Concrete Coatings, where we make concrete pretty. Four times stronger than epoxy with a lifetime warranty. Our coatings are perfect for your garage, patio, pool deck, and more. For one day installation, trust the Deese Elite experience, now offering financing. Get your forever floors by calling us today at 850-329-5599. We make concrete pretty. Hi, this is Andrew McKay, and I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the Transgressors Memorial Service, remembering those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must forever be cast into the abyss of dead names. Let's join Brother Andrew, remembering those who we have lost. The first remembrance this week is for Santa Claus. Now, I know what you're thinking. How can something so many of us have loved our whole lives and have passed on to our children in lore possibly be wrong? But dear Otherin, you know the answer. It is always those most cherished icons which cause us to stumble the worst, precisely because we can't see the problems. And surely you all know by now that the goal of our movement is to root out every last speck of joy in our lives by showing that it really stands for oppression, division, and bigotry. And though I hate to say it, Santa is an across-the-board offender. Let's begin with the obvious problems. Santa is fat. In and of itself, this might not be so bad, but the problem is that despite our advocacy for body positivity, Santa's morbid obesity, his overconsumption of sugary cookies and vegan unfriendly cow's milk, and his unrepentant refusal to exercise while he instead forces enslaved reindeer to carry him everywhere he goes in a sleigh, are all reasons we cannot allow him to be a role model for our children. Besides, Santa is an unrepentant smoker, and surely we can't say we're serious about our cultural jihad against smoking if we encourage our children to make petitions to some eye-twinkling, smirky reverse burglar who's addicted to tobacco and spreads lethal secondhand smoke everywhere he goes. Moreover, Santa represents everything that's wrong with traditional morality. Creating naughty and nice lists of all the children clearly implies that some children are better than others, when in fact, they may just be living according to their own relativistic understanding of virtue. The cultural imperialism is noxious and definitely perpetuates the behave-or-else ethos of the traditional religions we oppose. Moreover, the only way to know whether children are naughty or nice is by violating their privacy, without even a hint of seeking consent or a valid warrant from the FISA court. However, we must admit a little bit of envy for the robustness of Santa's surveillance system, something our own wildest dreams of a police state can only envy. 
Now, we do applaud the elegant symbolism that Santa punishes naughty children by giving them a lump of that most vile of carbon pollutants, coal. But since the only thing anyone can do with a lump of coal is burn it, we think the amount of carbon dioxide emitted by naughty recipients of this climate threat gift over the centuries must have contributed significantly to our current crisis. He should instead punish them with shrubberies, which at least capture rather than emit carbon. And it shouldn't go without notice how Santa overtly encourages participation in fireplace culture, that most vile enclave of carboniferous pollution. Then, there are some of the more subtle problems that take a third eye really well-trained in woke detection. Yes, we like the idea of magical presence from an all-powerful governing force that freely distributes to each recipient their heart's desires, but we do not like the idea that this is done through the mechanism of a portly bearded sleigh driver from the North Pole and not from an extra-constitutional federal agency. Praise government from whom all blessings flow. Don't get me started on the child labor laws being violated with those elves. You might as well make Santa Chinese and have his diminutive slave laborers making iPhones on his North Pole plantation. Of course, you do recognize how painfully heteronormative the Santa story is. He's in a centuries-long monogamous relationship with Mrs. Claus. Rudolph comes from an intact heterosexual family and partners with Clarice. In fact, the closest thing we have to rainbow representation here is the island of misfit toys. But are we really to believe that the LGBTQ-esque outcasts are, outcasts are incapable of rescuing themselves and must wait on the charity of a straight savior like Rudolph or Santa to make their lives complete? Now, I will say, some have made the case that Yukon Cornelius and Hermie the Elf might have something going romantically on the side. After all, just look at how long they are secretly off on their own apart from the other characters. But if they do have a thing, and even if Bumble the Abominable Snowman is part of their non-traditional polyamory, the point is, they keep that secret completely off-screen. And as we preach, hiding is hurting. Now, obviously, Santa's mistreatment of the reindeer is fundamentally unacceptable. Animals are our peers, not our slave labor force. And dare I even ask if that is an actual fur-lined coat he's wearing? But the last straw for me with Santa is that he is supposed to be all-knowing about who's been naughty and who's been nice, right? But if that's true, then he definitely knew that Rudolph was being bullied by the other reindeer, and he did nothing about it. Santa is certainly no hero. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend! Finally, we just want to take a moment to offer our support and comfort for Harvard University President Claudine Gay and her colleagues from Penn and MIT, Liz McGill and Sally Kornbluth. After last week's vicious attack upon our denomination's finest representatives by Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. As you all know, the New York Republican committed word assault upon our dear friends by demanding that they answer impossibly difficult questions, such as whether calling for genocide of Jews violates their school's codes of conduct. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. Exactly. That question is too much of a riddle, precisely because Jews do not count as a protected minority in our system of selective inclusion and inconsistent rage. Now, even though none of these strong, courageous women actually said it, we know the real reason it's perfectly fine to call for the global intifada against the Jews is because they have an unfair share of the world's geography. Israel covers more than 8,500 luxurious square miles of land the Arabs want, while the Arab countries currently must squeeze themselves tightly into just 5 million square miles of territory. As these numbers clearly show, the Jews have too much and the Arabs have far, far too little land to live on. 
it is reasoning like this that must be protected and nurtured by the fine institutions of higher learning like Harvard, Penn, and MIT. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. As you depart today, please let Letitia know how you plan to help support the climate change protesters tomorrow at Graffiti Bridge. Inspired by so many noble eco-warriors in the news recently, Letitia and her Wokalites will be super-gluing themselves to the street on 17th Avenue and then throwing bean soup on whatever artwork is painted on the trestle. Since they will only have one arm free, we need volunteers to open cans of soup, carry the open cans to the frontline demonstrationistas, and then applaud them as they show just how serious this movement is. Letitia also needs at least six level two chanters for the Down With Oil slogan squad, slogan squad. Registration forms are at the rear of the sanctuary. Refreshments this week are provided by Slipped Discs. Wheatgrass smoothies so difficult to swallow you'll actually throw your back out trying. As they like to say at Slipped Discs, nothing tastes as good as dry heaving for justice feels. Slipped Discs, bringing inedible foods back to the breakfast table. You can really choke on the virtue. And now, brethren, sisterin, and otherin, having been cleansed of these hurtful words, give each other the holy virtue signal and go forth and transgress no more. I did not realize how many tongue twisters I had built into the slip disc portion. <laughs> that was hard to say. <laughs> that was good. All right, Jake's oh, got man. traffic on the fives. Jake? Uh, we're looking great out there this morning. No major slowdowns or accidents to report. Of course, I say that, and I was just wrapped up in the uh, memorial service. I didn't even look at the map the whole time <laughs> you were talking. Um, no, no, we're good. I don't see anything out there. Highway 98 is flowing well. Uh, looks like Highway 90 out of Milton into Pace. No accidents reported along that stretch. And also Highway 20. 29 south through uh, Cantonment into Pensacola. No slowdowns there. Looking over at the base here, I don't see any uh, gate problems as of yet. If you see anything out there this morning, let us know. 437-1620, call or text our traffic tip line. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? I don't know that I can look at Santa ever <laughs> quite the same again after that one, Andrew. Thank you for that. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is declining to block Illinois' assault weapons ban. Justice uh, Amy Coney Barrett denied an emergency request for an injunction. The court was asked to step in after the uh, federal, uh, federal appeals court upheld the law last month. General Motors laying off about 1,300 workers in Michigan early next year because of two vehicles ending production. About 1,000 people will be losing their jobs at the plant that builds the Chevy Bolt. The rest of the layoffs coming uh, where GM is ending production of the Camaro. And uh, police in Virginia are investigating after somebody in a gingerbread man costume tried to enter somebody's home this week. Police department <laughs> says the suspect walked up to the door of the home on Wednesday and tried to open the door without knocking. The suspect walked away after finding the door was locked. Another neighbor said she saw the costumed suspect wandering through the neighborhood about an hour earlier. Police say a witness walked up to the gingerbread man and was told he was trying to find a friend's house. <laughs> I'm Michael Kastner. But you'll never catch the gingerbread man. I was just going to say, I mean, I think he's going to run, run as fast as he can away from the, the arrest. Yeah. I would say so. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Oh, my God. Hey, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty, fantastic resources for you. They know the market. They know the geography. They know the different price tiers within the geography in our local market and where they're going in the future. And so, you know, they, they understand what price you can get for your home if you're selling. They understand what price you can get for that home if you're buying because they understand the selling side. So I'm 
233 homes they sold last year. That's ridiculous. Very, very effective. They understand your needs and will go the extra mile in every case to make sure that you get all the way through to the finish line, which is, I mean, seriously, some of the stories that Christina's told me about, just little extra things she's had to do to close deals and get them done is just, it's its amazing. She's the one you want helping you. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty. What do you have coming up in your news, uh, David? Well, work is uh, yet to begin on the Chappie James Memorial Plaza. More after Fox. Fox News. Foster. President Biden's National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and Israel urges leaders there to wind down the large-scale military campaign in Gaza that's killed thousands of civilians. There will be a transition to another phase of this war, one that is focused uh, in more precise ways on targeting the leadership and uh, on intelligence-driven operations that continues to deal with the ongoing threat that Hamas poses. He says there's no disagreement that it'll take months for the war to end. An Ohio boy is accused of planning to shoot up and burn down a synagogue. An unnamed 13-year-old boy is charged with inducing panic and disorderly conduct. The teen is accused of posting a detailed plan to complete a mass shooting at Temple Israel in Canton and then planning to stream the act on the platform Discord. Fox's Tom Graham plays. Please say the boy admits being part of several anti-Semitic and political groups online. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. 631 at News Radio 923. It's 51 degrees, partly cloudy skies this morning in Pensacola. I'm David Wayne. Six months after a groundbreaking ceremony, work has not yet started at the General J- General Chappie James Memorial Plaza, which will sit at the foot of the Three Mile Bridge. We had higher hopes. We were hoping that we'd be done by now. That is Chris Dosev, the chair of the General Chappie James Memorial Foundation. He says the foundation has secured all but $750,000 of the money needed for that plaza. That was supposed to come from tourism tax dollars doled out by Escambia County. The county questioned whether it would be a legal use of the money. They've requested an attorney general's opinion on that. Uh, There were other questions about who would own and maintain the property. Dosev says... He's set to take a stewardship agreement to the Pensacola City Council next month. He's anticipating approval. Congressman Matt Gates speaking out against the $886 billion NDAA that now sits on the president's desk. The House passed the defense spending bill yesterday morning after it cleared the Senate on Wednesday. Only in Washington must we bring a bill to the floor so that we are able to militarily confront China while at the same time embracing the policies that make the United States more like China. And Gates says there are good things in the bill, but says it's, quote, insufficient to deal with these structural challenges at the Department of Defense, where Gates says, quote, they haven't they have veered substantially left. Gates also uh, called it an un. Gates also pointed to what he called an uncalled for extension of FISA spying authorities. A former Jacksonville Jaguars executive accused of stealing more than $22 million has now pleaded guilty to the charges against him. Amit Patel was fa- was fired earlier this year from the Jags after being accused of theft that started back in 2019. Patel worked as a financial manager and allegedly used the team's virtual credit card program for private jet rides, luxury hotels, to purchase cryptocurrency, a country club membership, a Tesla, and more. He now faces 30 years in prison and has agreed to pay back the money he took. 
Several Santa Rosa County residents spoke out yesterday against new meeting procedures for the Board of County Commissioners meetings. Under the new policy, the public is only able to speak during the public forum at the beginning of the meetings, but not during agenda items. I kind of looked at this as the, the Thanksgiving dinner uh, where you have the children's table over in the corner of the room, which we'll call the public table, and we'll let them say cute things for four minutes. But then when that's done, they have to sit down, be quiet, and the big people over here at this table, are not, they have to conduct business, and you're not allowed to speak anymore. It's, that's the image that I'm receiving on this, okay? And I'm probably not the only one. And that is Santa Rosa County resident Bill Hayden, who tells commissioners that if he speaks at the beginning of the meeting, he believes his comments would likely be forgotten. By the time the agenda item comes around, he wasn't alone. Several residents had issues with not being able to speak during the agenda items. Many say uh, they were concerned their voices would no longer be heard on important issues in the county. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, just in from our text line, 437-1620, they're saying a state trooper has the right-hand lane of Fairfield blocked off due to a power pole that is halfway down. Uh, so I guess uh, I guess the pole is sort of hanging down uh, kind of in the roadway there. Uh, just after the McDonald's across from the waterfront mission, that's on Fairfield. So uh, it's going to be blocked off due to them uh, getting that power pole back up. Uh, otherwise, around town, I'm not seeing anything. Highway 98, Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 90 out of Milton into Pace is looking good. If you're on Highway uh, 29 south through Cantonment, no issues there. Uh, also on the west side, New Warrington, uh, not seeing any issues there. If you see anything out there this morning, call or text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We are going to be seeing a nice and partly cloudy sky day today with temperatures warming up into the mid to upper 60s. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 54 degrees. As you go into Saturday, 70% chance of rain with a high near 61. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 54. Small chance of an afternoon shower on Sunday. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies, high near 62. And Sunday night, temperatures dropping near 46. This is Brooke Richardson for the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you, Brooke. 49 in Pensacola, 52 in Gulf Breeze, and 50 in Milton. Our next news at 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your Money Now. Airlines are expecting frenzied demand over the Christmas holiday week, with some projecting it will be their busiest holiday travel season ever. United Airlines expects to have about 9 million passengers during the holiday week, up 12% from last year. Delta is also expecting nearly 9 million people during the winter holiday travel period. AAA estimates the number of people traveling during the year-end holiday travel period this year will reach the second highest level in more than two decades. Delivery truck maker Morgan Olson will lay off 908 workers from its plants in Michigan, Tennessee, and Virginia. Morgan Olson produces aluminum delivery trucks and vans for companies such as UPS, FedEx, and Aramark. The company says the workforce cuts at all three locations are temporary. Of the three facilities, the Virginia facility will have the most layoffs with 435. On Wall Street futures indicating a higher open after stocks added to a rally yesterday. And that's your Money Now. 
This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring. Except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care, because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast, he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast, minus the wait. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor, and as I light my Hanukkah menorah, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah. Also, a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. From all of us at News Radio 92.3. From all of us to all of you, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. to do was see what we can do to help the current medical examiner facility that's there now improve. That would save us a ton of money instead of building a brand new Taj Mahal. That's just my thoughts. Is there uh, any issues from any fellow commissioners? We've already had a lengthy discussion on Monday uh, from approving the agreement for the medical examiner facility as discussed on Monday. Hearing uh, no issues then, we will move that without objection. And uh, next was the public works and gas tax payment. 20 seconds. It took 20 seconds yesterday for Sam Parker to get the 4-0 by acclamation. So it wasn't a technical 4-0 vote, but it really was because it was a no dissent. Uh, you know, we all agree. Uh, to approve now 19-0 to for the four different counties for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. 
despite the robust protesting from uh, James Calkins previously calling it a Taj Mahal. Uh, ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, <coughs> Are we gonna Love. Yeah. Wow, that one caught me by surprise. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I love it when you get older and your body just decides, I'm going to do something to you right now, and you're not going to like it. <laughs> it's so true. Anyway, um, so they approved it uh, unanimously, and even though he had protested quite a bit about this before, did uh, not choose to show up to the meeting yesterday, and therefore was not on record voting against it, even though that's what he had said he would do. Uh, joining us now, we have Dan Shebler, former county administrator and um, – oh, I, that's – Gosh, sometimes restraint is the better choice. Anyway, uh, also the uh, the um, operations director for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Uh, Dan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Thank you, Andrew. It's been quite a while since we've chatted. It, it has been. It really has been. Um, and so this is a really a historic deal because, as I understand it, previously if there were a multi-county need for a medical examiner's facility in Florida – kind of like the big city would just do it or the big county would do it, which Escambia was not willing to do on its own. So having multiple counties coordinate in an agreement and fund a facility is a first ever in Florida. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is kind of a unique situation, the way our district is laid out with four counties all in, all in a row here. Um, and, and as you said, in, like in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, the city uh, county of Duval is uh, building a facility and they serve the outlying counties there. But um, quite um, unique, and we're quite proud of the fact to be the be the first again um, in the medical examiner field doing this. That's pretty impressive. And look, if 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 the four counties had just kind of all come on board right away and agreed, we'd all look at this and say, "Hey, great, well done," you know, uh, as it should be. But this has been a slog. I mean, this was years in the needing, and then it's been at least two years in the making, including a whole bunch of side plots that we don't necessarily need to rehash right now, but a lot of drama surrounding this, what would seem to be a fairly uncontroversial need to build this facility. Yeah, it certainly is a a critical need and a piece of the public infrastructure that most people don't think about. Um, and, And we're certainly not building a Taj Mahal. You know, we're building what's necessary and needed for the district. Uh, now and for decades to come. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. You, you mentioned 20 seconds. I think the votes across the four counties probably took a total of five minutes, but it, it has been uh, years of work um, to get to that point. This round. All took action. <laughs> this round of voting. This, this, this round. <laughs> it took right. five minutes. Yeah. This, this final round of voting, this final round of voting where everything is approved, you know, and it, it takes a whole bunch of people to get something like this done. And I, you're remiss if I didn't mention Senator Broxson mm. um, and Representative Andrade, who have supported us in the legislature. Absolutely, um, they've done a, a, you know a lot of work in Tallahassee as well as locally in in, um, in supporting this project and and putting money towards it. And, and look, uh, Brad Baker's been a key part of this. Who's the guy that's running the the the, the Okaloosa guy that was running the um, uh, the board? What's his name? Uh, Craig Coffee. Craig Coffee. Yeah. You know, um, you, and, and you, you talk to Eric Gilmore regularly, and our, our fourth board member is Melissa Thomason. Melissa Thomason from uh, Walton County has been with the Domes Board since its inception and four years ago, and that's really when this whole discussion started was was four years ago as we were looking for a new medical examiner, um, and you know, having a facility that is is adequate and um, serves the needs and um, works for the the workforce. Um, is a key part of attracting um, you know, medical examiners and, and, what, and they're in very short supply. And, and by the way, I, I just don't, don't want to go without mentioning it. I, I think huge credit goes to uh, Robert Bender. 
because uh, he managed to pull around a board that had been so hostile. The other three members of the board have been so hostile to this in some really ugly ways um, and managed to get everybody to vote for it. So, uh, you know, kudos all around. One one last thing before we let you go, um, Dan, is uh, this facility, even though it is a little bit smaller than the original proposal, is expandable as future needs grow, right? And you are keeping the option of the Sacred Heart facility open along the way, even after this is built, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, the facility has been um, scoped, rescoped, and um, we'll, but it's it's a, an adequate size. It will meet accreditation standards from the National Association of Medical Examiners. It will serve the, the uh, district for um, decades in the future. And, and you're right, we're going to retain Sacred Heart as a backup, additional capacity in case there were any sort of m- you know mass disaster or natural disaster or mass casualty kind of event, um, you know, in the in the near term. I, I said I have one more. I have one more quick question I want to ask you, but hang on for just a second. We're talking to Dan Shebler, the operations director for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, not too much out there this morning on your commute. We do have the right-hand lane of Fairfield. Uh, just after the McDonald's across from Waterfront Mission there, there is a power pole that has uh, come down, so they are trying to get that back up and uh, and fixed. So if you're headed down Fairfield this morning, just be careful. Uh, on the right-hand side of the road there at the McDonald's across from Waterfront Mission, you're going to have some slowdowns. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, 98 uh, is looking good through Navarre and Gulf Breeze. Highway 90 coming out of Milton into Pace is flowing smoothly. Uh, this report is brought to you by Discover Bank. Discover wants everyone to feel special with live 24-7 customer service. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Uh, 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, back to Dan Shebler, the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office uh, uh, Operations Director. And uh, also, I guess I, I, I keep saying Robert Bender, but, you know, Mike Kohler was, as the nurse, the one that was pushing for this, too, and saying how important it was as a county commissioner here in Escambia. I don't want to leave him off the list. Uh, last thing, and this is really because... I know if you asked me two years ago, well, what does the medical examiner's office do and why does it matter to us? I probably wouldn't have been able to give you a great answer. So there may be people listening right now who still at this point are like, why are we spending $18 million on something that, you know, why is the state funding it? Why are we funding it? What, why is this so important? Can you just maybe give them a real brief what y'all do and why it matters to the general public? Maybe not on a daily that they see, but when it does matter, it matters a lot. Yeah, the, the medical examiner's mission is, uh, you know, it's a support of the criminal justice system. Um, we are to ensure complete, timely, accurate death investigations and provide, I would, uh, I think our mission statement is credible, objective, truthful, and scientifically sound determinations of cause and manner of death. Now, people think criminal right away because that's what you see on TV, but that could be everything uh, from a claim that supports an insurance filing uh, to wrongful death suits. There are civil suits that go on. So the medical examiner's office is key in all of those situations to provide that um, determination of cause and manner. And, and sometimes it's just closure to the families, to explaining to the families how their loved one passed. And when, and when the uh, facility is not adequate, it's a dishonoring of the process, of the need for the service. Um, and, you know, if you get backed up or can't do your work properly, you cause delays in the system, which can lead to people not getting their, you know, their life insurance payments. And, you know, it's all, and trials can be impacted. I mean, all kinds of things cascade from the medical examiner's office that, you know, again, I just wanted to give you a chance to talk about it because I think people might not realize how important the work is. Uh, I certainly know now more vividly because of having come and met you and Dr. Lesky and toured the facility, and you know, I'm looking forward, of course, to the new facility when it gets put in place. Dan Shebler, he is the operations director for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Dan, uh, thanks for the good work over so many years, and I always appreciate you being available, sir. 
Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Andrew. Merry Christmas. Open enrollment for health insurance starts November 1st, and this year, enroll in a Florida Blue plan and get exclusive support from an approved Florida Blue agent. Affiliated Insurance wants to help you find a health plan that's right for you and meets your needs, not theirs. Make enrollment hassle-free this year by calling 850-477-5840 and make that appointment with your local Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitation health insurance from Blue Cross Blue Shield Florida Incorporated BBA Florida Blue. Hey, Escambia. Today, ECUA is talking trash. Specifically, bulk waste. July 1st, 2023, bulk service changed to call for pickup. Schedule a pickup by calling the ECUA customer service department anytime before 2 p.m. on the day prior to your normal pickup day. Bulk pickup is still included at no additional charge. Schedule a free bulk waste or special pickup for construction debris for an additional fee. Call customer service at 850-476-0480. More information at ecua.fl.gov. Know what to throw, 850 850- Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them today at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single-source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call, guaranteed for life. Get New South proud. Buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. Hello, everyone. This is Austin Price wanting to wish you both a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Average for gallon of gas, 308, 288 here in Florida. If you're in Mississippi, 262. If you're in California, 463. In Navarre, 258 east and 259 west of the Walmart. Several stations going up 87 have a 259 this morning, which is unusual, so that's good. 260 for the Garcon Point Bridge, 289 in Gulf Breeze proper. In Milton, 263 at the Sefco, 261 at the Pea Ridge Murphy, 265 if you wait to the raceway going through pace. Getting on to uh, 9 Mile in Pensacola, 259 at the Walmart, 262 at the Walmart, or the Murphy in front of the Walmart. On uh, US 29. And then coming in from the southwest side, looks like uh, as typical, the Murphy at Navy is your best price at 259. These gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price on your next new Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. We've got David Wayne in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? A Jewish activist group is calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. They held protests across eight different U.S. cities yesterday. The uh, group Jewish Voice for Peace blocked rush hour traffic on big on major bridges in Washington, D.C. and Philadelphia on Thursday. Also held demonstrations in Boston, Atlanta, Chicago, Seattle, Minneapolis, and in Portland. Uh, the U.S. Senate do- is delaying its holiday break. They'll be returning to work next week as they continue work on a, an immigration deal. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate will be back in session this Monday and they'll have negotiators working throughout the weekend as well. And this is one of my worst nightmares, Andrew. Dozens of people 
were left dangling upside down over 100 feet in the air when a roller coaster got stuck at a Japanese amusement park this week. It happened at Universal Studios in Japan in uh, Osaka. There were apparently 32 people riding on a Jurassic Park-themed flying dinosaur roller coaster. Got stuck at its highest point, 130 feet in the air. Uh, but the good news, nobody was injured, and everybody yeah, was able I'm, to get I'm down. with you. That's a that's a horrifying thing to imagine happening. So, uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Hey, if you um, need health care of any kind, whether it's urgent care or just general care, walk-in, whatever the case may be, ProHealth Florida can help you with that. It's a female-owned local company for more than 35 years, best of the Bay, best of the coast, best of Pensacola, seven different locations. Santa Rosa Beach, Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, Pensacola on Summit, Pensacola on College next to the Sam's Club, and uh, in Gulf Breeze across from the uh, Andrews Institute at the Whataburger right there. Primary care and urgent care from 8 to 4 Monday through Friday, and then Saturdays 8 to 1 at the uh, near the Sam's Club location in Pensacola. They can see you then too so they'll do lab work for you they'll do vaccinations they'll do um you know camp or sports physicals or any other kind of physical you might need drug screens they also have a medical weight loss plan but you know i'll tell you what the thing that i think most people get the most excited about with them is they have this pro health medical membership which there's two ways you can use this you can use it in addition to insurance or instead of insurance, just kind of depends on what fits for you. It's $45 a month, so obviously very, very affordable for healthcare. Unlimited primary care visits with no copay. See why you might use it in addition to regular insurance? 24 7 teledoc access, uh, annual physical, annual flu shop, and a 25% discount on lab work or procedures. So uh, lots of stuff you can find out more about ProHealth Florida. Just go to ProHealthFL.com or stop by any one of the seven locations all around the area. Jake's got our traffic on the fives at 655. Jake? Yeah, still uh, not a whole lot going on out there on the roads. Uh, that's good this morning. Uh, n- nothing exciting for your commute so far. A state trooper does have the right-hand lane of Fairfield blocked off due to a power pole that is being repaired in that area. It's just after the McDonald's across from Waterfront Mission on Fairfield. Uh, so just use caution going through that area. Otherwise, around town, we're looking good. This uh, traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit KnoxPest.com. Knox knocks them out. Our traffic line is 437-1620. Call or text News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Hey, you're thinking about that next vehicle, trying to decide whether to go new or used? We'll split the difference. Go to Frontier. Uh, you know, it's still used, but it's a year or two or three instead of, you know, six or seven kind of thing, right? And so you get cars that are almost new. You basically avoid the depreciation hit, and you get a car that pretty much is new except for it doesn't smell new. That Like, that's the big difference. I know we went there because of selection. They have 300 cars, trucks, vans, sedans, SUVs, Jeeps, everything, you know, trucks, sports cars on the lot. And all the different makes and models, because they have so many, you can really go and sample the buffet of each style of car. And so you can sit in them. You can compare them side by side without having to drive here and there and over there and trying to remember. It's all side by side, very easy. They're open every morning. So you, I mean, like the doors are open every morning. So you can just go sit in any car you want, get the keys, test drive, two, three, five, six, you know, drive one that's outside of your category just for comparison's sake. And then, you know, if they don't have exactly what you want, they can find it. And chances are they may have exactly what you want. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Park. Way. Be sure to tell him Andrew McKay says hi. 657 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Um, what else do we have going on? Oh, so you know that the uh, the Moms for Liberty, the Bridget Ziegler, you know, they've been trying to get her out. They actually, she's on the school board and they voted her 
to leave, like, hey, please leave. And she was the one vote to say, no, I'll stay. Because they don't have the authority to expel her, right? Like, that's something when you're on an elected board, you don't have the, avil- the ability to do that. But, man, what a bizarre story, right? Like, somebody who has been in the public actively advocating for, you know, purity standards, but then in private, writing a book with her life that would not be, by her standards, allowed to be read in the... <laughs> In the public, it's just, but you know, look, that kind of thing happens, right? People, uh, and people sometimes break their standards, sometimes they don't really believe their standards. And you know, the latest thing is he's like the head of the GOP in Florida, and he's saying, Pay me two million dollars and I'll leave. Good lord. Um, I don't get to say this often enough, but Nikki Fried is right, that's embarrassing for the GOP. That's really, really bad. All right, 659 here on News Radio 923. Uh, time for future news. Um, in January, when Santa Rosa County comes back and talks about the meeting rules, do you think Sam Parker will go through with the same rules he's been wanting, or you think he'll adapt and do something different? I think he's going to push for the same. I actually think so, too. Yeah. I think he's kind of committed to this, and um, you know, I've been chatting with him a little bit, and I think he, I think he really believes it. I disagree with him, but that, I mean, you know, he's the, offic- he's the elected official. I'm not. It uh, doesn't mean we and we're friends, but it doesn't mean we can't disagree, right? That happens, too. Local talk in the morning, 5 to 9, with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.